My name is Karan Scott, and this is the first official episode of the Music and Stuff podcast. Some stuff is a little different, facing another way, thankfully, this time. Um, I feel like at certain times I may move where I'm at. I just want to say hi first. Um, it's just me today. Uh, I have none of my band members or anything here i just want to thank everyone everyone that listened to the last podcast and stuff you know it's uh it's a blessing it was weird putting out the first the first one so like now that i'm putting out this one i feel like i i finally like have more of a uh a urge to do it and i kind of slacked off i was supposed to do it once a week but I don't even have a set time. I feel like Monday or Tuesday is probably the best day to do it, even though I want to give this to you guys on like a Monday. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how that works. I feel like I really want to talk about, and I know I'm late, and I, I, I think that's actually good that I'm late because I have more time to meditate. That was a bar. Yeah, so for the Grammys, right? Um, not just, I don't, I don't want to talk about what my feelings on the Grammys because I, I barely watched it. Actually, I didn't watch it at all, uh, which is kind of unlike me. I usually like watching the Grammys and stuff, but that really wasn't my focus this year. I didn't watch any of the award shows and stuff. Um, but I wanted to talk about uh, <laughs> albums because, and like, well, albums and how every album is like an individual within itself. Because, honestly, you know, when you get the Grammys, we're looking at albums individually, you know? Different albums, reviewing different albums, understanding the concept, which is really why I want to talk about the concept of these albums, and if they're albums that you just slap together, or if there's a concept. Uh, and I should have did some research and backed up more facts on it, but I feel like the more concept you have, you know, uh, the better the album can be especially in terms of like an award, you know, baiting for an award. Um, and, and, you know, some examples of people who I feel like have a sense of concept. And this is not just like, like people like, you know, a Kanye, you know, like a Jay-Z, but one of the main people is like Anderson Pac. You know, these kind, and if you guys, I'm t- talking about his Malibu album, the Oxford I haven't listened to as much. I have to go back and listen to it more, but the Oxford I mean the Malibu album, going back to it now, I feel like it's an instant classic. Like that album did so much for me personally in terms of uh, showing me a different way of music. Because uh, give me a sec, this one thing is bothering me. I gotta find a way to put this like acoustic foam up. But anyway, so one of the biggest things I felt like on the album, on that album, was like, look, you know, him and his band, the Free Nationals, they're more of a band. 
And I always like to look out for that. I always like to look out for more groups than an individual. Individual, I feel like it's more easier, you know, to record than a band, especially when you don't got no money. But it's easier for a band to perform over individuals. It's easier to get a better reaction and performance. Because when you have a band behind you, you know, your performance is going to be significantly different when you just have a DJ uh, behind you. But recording that sound, that's the hardest part. And I feel like he really nailed it. And I feel like uh, on Oxnard, I think it's called. Let me actually, like, look up what the album is called. Because... Okay, yeah, it's Oxnard. That his latest album was more, you can tell, had more a little more production in it, you know, like uh. And I don't know how much of the involvement his band had, and I could be completely wrong here, but I feel like it had more of that production, um, more like openly, more in your face, because there are certain songs in his other album, and I. I don't want to get into too, too much right now because I really want to save that for a mini series that I'm thinking about. I have a few ideas that I'll tell you guys in this podcast. Yeah, but I feel like the first album with like, in terms of a band, him being with, brought a whole different sound. I feel like it's just an instant classic from certain songs that you always hear on the radio and stuff. But, well, not radio, on advertisements, you know, especially Apple and, and Google, I think. Okay. So, anyway, in terms of a concept, right? In terms of a concept of, of an album, uh, I feel like you, you can go in so many different directions for a concept, but there I feel like there are different ways, you know? You can go at it as, you know, like a Kendrick and like a J. Cole. And I mean, I, I think J. Cole even changed... Because I mean, what not changed, but changed the way he did his concept with his latest album compared to his others. Because I feel like there are two bigger individuals of concepts. You have an album that features a specific kind of concept that you wanted to go. For example, uh, Janelle Monae. I feel like is a big example. All of her albums with you know her latest one, Dirty Computer, Electric Lady. And I forget the other one before that one. Those albums, they all, like, encapsulate a specific goal she's trying to push, a specific uh, message that she's trying to push. And that message is really, like, it's, and I love her a lot, but it's really about a a take on women empowerment. Like, the electric lady is the concept. And if you go, especially if you go to her second album, I think, with the one that she had, the feature with Prince, uh... I feel like that album really talks about what an electric lady is, you know, what like listening to her music, what that woman uh, will gain. Right. And being an electric lady, you know. Um, but yeah, and, and her and that concept is consistent throughout all her albums. And people can say, you know, it can limit you, but. If you saw on this album, which I think is one of the main reasons why she really got nominated, was because even though it was consistent with all of her other ones, she was still able to do things outside of just like that concept. Like everything was within the concept, but her songs 
did not feel limited to it. You know, her songs like Django Jane, which I think is the best song on her album, and I think she enjoys it the most. I saw her live, and I mean, there was a whole different vibe when she performed Django Jane compared to the others. It was totally different. It was definitely the best song in that performance. And I only saw her at, at a festival, so it wasn't too personal, but she. I thought it made it America. She brought out all the stops. I mean, I've never seen someone be that prepared. Maybe except Pharrell when I saw him in America. Be that prepared for like a concert. It was, uh, to me, it was amazing. I still think Danny Brown has the best I've ever seen just because of the energy. But I still, it was crazy. I'll just say that. It was crazy. Um, But then I feel like you have other types of albums that are. The concept is not really about a specific thing, and that's okay. It's more or less about what they're going through at that time. And, you know, the concept doesn't exactly have to be a concept to be that. It can be like, look, it's something that I'm going through at the time, but the the listener understands that it's going to be something that they're going through at the time. The music is just made sometimes just be like good music or just hot music that they're trying to put out for sales. You know, that's what I feel like with uh, albums like Culture, you know, like the Migos. And Offset's new album had more of a concept, right? More of a personal album. But so I feel like those albums, um, especially like with the Migos, it's, it's more like, look, these are all good songs that I know that people are going to like over like a specific concept you can have a like i feel like you know you can have songs like stir fry you know that it like kind of swallows the album you know in a way and it's like that is the vibe they're going with but not so much of like what they're trying to like give you what, what they're trying to have you consume you know and I, I guess that's it, you know? Let me write that down. I guess that's it. More of a vibe. But even that, I feel like... Like... Because I haven't written an album yet, I really... I want to start finishing up the EP with my band. Um, and I feel like... I, I kind of want us to have five songs over three. But I feel like we may only have three. You know, I think I feel like the more I write and the more I come up with ideas... And, and almost like, you know, like when you create a business and you pitch it, one of the biggest things is, is like, what's your program goal? You know, some people be like, what the hell is that? You know, it's like, what what is the goal you're trying to give? You know, you're trying to convey to people. And I feel like that's the biggest thing. It's like if the first step of me creating this album is like not just like, oh, we have, I have these songs. That I've previously made that I want to put on this album. It's like, let me write down what the goal of this album is. Even if the goal is sales, if even if the goal is you know trying to get as many things out without samples or trying to get as as many songs out that I have almost entirely of me, so I can so I can get out this deal I'm in. You know, when it like even if those are the goals, that's still a goal, and your album is going to follow that. You know. And I feel like the more you create concept, the better the consistency is, you know? I mean, a lot of albums lately, but I feel like that, to me, would be, like, the best the best way to make an album. Best way to make, like, a classic, in a way. 
and I think sometimes even even if they sell well, it may not hit the mark in that way. And because so I feel like like with Drake albums with Scorpion, and I feel like views more. I I wonder when he thought of the concept. If it was before or after he really started making those songs, because his albums are long. You know, they're not short. So that's a it's a lot of music going in. I feel like the you know albums like Take Care and even Nothing Was the Same in a way. Um, so far gone and. Uh, if you're seeing this too late, I know it's not an album. I feel like those to me was a lot more focused on like, look, I want to show this thing. You know, I feel like the concept of it started beforehand. And views, apparently, what was the view? Concept of views. It was like Toronto and its seasons. So the different songs was kind of the vibe, but the different seasons. Which I mean, it's smart. I don't know if a lot of people really knew. That was a concept. That was the first thing I, I saw. It was like a synopsis before I even listened to the album. But, you know, like, Take Care. Take Care was highly emotional, you know. I mean, and So Far Gone was, too. But if I Take Care, it really embodied what he was trying to say. And, you know, he got, he got beat up for it, basically. Nothing was the same, I feel like, was his time to just move on to a different type of him. You know, it was his time to... Uh, basically like leave what happened in the past in the past and like push for something new and I feel like from Nothing Was The Same came he came out with one of his best songs Pound Cake uh, we can get in that song another time but yeah and then if you're seeing this it's too late I feel like that concept was was maybe it's even similar to Nothing Was The Same but did, did, did that come out after was it nothing was the same and then if you've seen it, it's too late more research here we go da, 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 da. yep it was it was nothing was the same and then if you're reading this it's too late and so yeah that makes sense you know i feel like even that one it was like even more of an aggressive type of thing with on the continuation of you know nothing was the same it was just i feel like he he had a he had different people around him this time you know he had disparate inspirations, different experiences. Uh, still, arguably one of his best albums. Not, not, not to me, but just in general. I feel like that's honestly the closest he has to a classic, and that's debatable too. But we're not getting to that right now. So yeah, that's my take on concepts. You know, uh, oh, I also wanted to mention the the J Cole thing. Um, despite like Born Center and Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The sideline story, the sideline story, born center. I had to really listen to them again, but I feel like those were more of like, let's make an album, like let's let's get hot type of thing, you know, like let's put some some really good songs into it. And I guess sideline story had more of a concept over maybe born center. Honestly, couldn't tell you the more I'm thinking about it, you know. I mean, because, what, he had, like, skits and interludes in all of them, and they weren't short. That's what sure was. I wonder if Forest of Jobs was his shortest album. It may have been. That would be crazy if it is. 
the shortest album. Nope, Four Your Eyes Only looks like the shortest. Wow. I feel like his album changed from like a certain type of concept of his life at the time, you know, especially in like Forward So Drive. I feel like that was more or less like this is who I am at this time, you know. Uh, and he was he was still pushing things, right? Uh, but it was like it was totally different. The other two albums that had more more stuff with it, more skits, et cetera, et cetera. And 20, 2014, like his, I felt like his, his interludes, even though he, it's debatable that he had interludes, but I feel like the intro was a song of its own. Uh, Love Yours, I feel like, was a song of its own, not so much of an interlude. I think that, that, that had a concept, too, you know, of like, what is happiness, drawing back from when you had you didn't have shit comparing it to now you know and it's like how did I feel when I didn't have shit how do I feel now while I have shit you know I'm, I'm more conflicted now I'm more confused now the grind is different now you know and it was still about like the now you know the concept was not like going into something different you know and, and I feel like all the concepts still have a purpose of what the person is going through at the time, but I feel like just some are more emphasized over others, or some are pervade or like explained differently because some of them they'll, they'll be explained through a specific concept, through like like a figurative speech type of thing. Then others are more like realistic, well, not realistic, more just raw of how they're going through at the time. You know, look at Joe Budden and the music stuff, mood music stuff. You know, it was more like what he was really going through at the time. You know, it was very raw. J. Cole with K.O.D., that was a lot, a lot, a lot more, in my opinion, of talking about a, like a concept, like talking about self and, and his state, you know, from kind of having like a bird's eye view, you know, kind of just sitting back and watching things happen. But it wasn't as raw because he was putting it through, you know, like a, a machine, you know, the, the the choose wisely type of thing. You know, the the it had, it had more of a purpose of explaining something in a specific way. And that is when you, that's when, you know, like you're writing on the board. Look, this is exactly what I want to do, you know, and now the songs around it. You're, everything that you're inspired by is going to, well, maybe not everything you're inspired by, but what you really want to put on the album is things that's going to be around that. And you can say, I mean, you can debatably say Kevin's heart wasn't really about that, but it didn't have to be about the drugs. It had to be about the decision, you know, the decisions you make, how, why you should be choosing widely, basically. That, that That's what I feel that it says because it was also it still came with the concept of choose wisely you know choose what you do um wisely so secondly i wanted to talk about the city i was in because if you guys listen to my my trial the trial uh episode which i i i suggest you don't i mean if you want to i guess get to know more about me if you don't know me I'm not. I'm not telling you like my whole life story. I, I probably will never tell you my whole life story in this podcast. But 
I want to tell you about just the city I'm in and how being in that city, it, it, it created just a different dynamic. So if you guys don't know, I'm in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So Harrisburg is like, it's the capital, it's like the middle of PA. Historical town had interesting events like major floods that kind of changed how the city was because people really just left the city so it became more of a business town it's like a a small city but it's city because it has a downtown and so many people just come in to work there you know uh, but it can never be big enough to be on a specific level like in my opinion i feel like the city will always <laughs> the city will forever fail not fail but will forever be reaching for something because of the, the size the size it's just it's not that big and when you want to expand something like you have to have the space so like when you want to expand through neighborhoods so you gotta have the space to move but you don't want to move the people outside of the city <laughs> because what if you move is like, okay i'll move to mechanicsburg camp hill so now they're outside of your city and now they have other opportunities outside of your city so now that you don't even know if they're going to work inside of your city it's not that far but there's also stuff outside of harrisburg too yeah so my experience here i came here in college and coming from a city like philly i, I used to live in uptown so um i guess it was more like quieter I guess you could say, you know, more subtle, not not too much in your face. Uh, but, you know, all my cousins and stuff were from like North Philly and stuff. So I, was, I always was down there. But so coming to Harrisburg, it was it was completely different. I feel like I felt like I could really control the environment I was in within the city. Nothing was going to be too unpredictable, in my opinion. Um, so, you know, I was doing things that I wouldn't even do at home. I was riding my skateboard at like 2 a.m., you know. Cops never mess with me, even though I'm like near the police station. Uh, oh, actually, now I live across the street from it, but I used to feel like, you know, I would, I assumed that they would probably think I'm like a runner in terms of like a drug runner or something, because I mean, who's skating around like that at 2 a.m.? Like, on kind of like a consistent bit well you know on a consistent basis you know so that was always <laughs> my thought but yeah being here was was so different and uh in middle school elementary school and high school i was always in like these smaller schools in elementary school i was in a private school middle school i was in a charter school high school i was in a charter school and all of them were not that big uh, high school is obviously the, the biggest, but it still wasn't that big. You knew everyone, you know, you know everyone even a lot more personally than you probably want to <laughs> at times. Uh, so, yeah, so coming here, it was, it was very similar. My college was not huge, you know, it was a smaller size. And even with like, even where I work, the first job I had, um, the company was big, but the office of it was not that huge. The second company I worked for was a startup, so not that huge. The company I'm at now, uh, bigger, I would say. Uh, the office is bigger, but the people who I personally work with, it's not a lot, you know. So 
I know all of them. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, how, how how can I say this? Like the city, like you could easily make an impact on it, and that's why I felt like in the city and in the college, you know. And I met people that, you know, I felt like could also do the same. Um, I mean, a lot of people moved away, and I'm not saying I'm not I'm not planning on moving away, uh, not anytime soon though. Um, but you know, I I had a thought of what personally me and my friends could do for the city. The more I got older, the more it was like I'm not the only one that has this idea, you know. And it's so weird because it's such a small city. So, you know, certain sometimes you don't want to work with certain people or have the same type of uh, drive as other people because you may not trust them, you know. You may not have, have uh, evidence to back up why you don't trust them. But you just don't have a feeling of, like, I'm not supposed to do it with you. You know, let's do it with them, you know. So... That's the, that, that's the thing that I had to get over uh, when everyone was leaving was like look um, not everything's going to go your way you know but I'm still highly involved uh, I still feel like you can make changes very quickly um, within like an area like this and and be a little bit more of a of a wider scale type of thing because when you make impacts within a bigger city, like within Philly and stuff like that, oh, yeah, the neighborhood will definitely see it. But when the neighborhood is, like, half of the city, that's different, <laughs> you know, than having a certain, like, making a difference, you know, in Mount Airy. You know, yeah, that's Mount Airy, you know. But you also have Nice Town. Make a difference in Nice Town. That's Nice Town, you know. But you're not making a difference in North Philly or just, just, like, you know, there's all these different places. That's like you can make a difference here, but you're not gonna. It's not gonna really affect here. You can, you know, you can make a difference in in Southwest. Doesn't mean it's gonna really affect West. You can make a difference in North Philly. So it doesn't mean it's really gonna make the full difference in Northeast. You know, certain things like that. That uh, I feel like here, when you can, when you make a certain difference, um, the the community like it will be in a bigger city you will see benefit early but you will see other people i feel like later on that will also be benefited by what you've done for those other people so yeah that's the thought and then when and it, so when it comes to music uh in this city and i'm still very early with music at least in this city um because you know i'm i'm more individually involved music now you know I felt like in high school I so took it for granted I knew I was talented in certain ways you know I can sing you know I had I didn't devote myself enough but I had good okay music theory skills when I, when I put my time into it you know I understood things I understood performances stuff like that it just <coughs> it wasn't my passion you know at the time I was doing engineering at Villanova you know, internships, shout out to Vested, I love them, but I was doing just other things that was like, music I still wanted to keep, you know, and when I went to college, I thought about doing a minor in it, where I went, they didn't have a minor in music, so when I got here, 
that was definitely different because I was starving at that point to have music. Something that I knew I probably wasn't going to have. And now I'm like starving for it. Give me a sec. Yeah, at one point it was something that I was just striving for was oh not striving hungry for was the music and now that I finally kind of am part of an established band and we have two originals we still haven't recorded yet but we have two originals that I really think are really good and we have a really talented group it's a lot of us but they're really talented you know um, and they care and that's the biggest thing like when you have members that care, you know, that we're, we're busy in our own right, but we care, you know, we, we, we see something more than just, oh, there's a little thing here and there, you know, even if we, we at one point do it individually, we all still see the potential that we have that we want to do. So, but within the city, you know, my band is more like... Ugh. It's more like hip hop, uh, funk, you know. So and like so, when people ask us, like, hey, you know, like, what does your band do? We say we do jazz, funk, and hip hop. That's what we say. And you can find that here, but number one, it's not as common, and number two, they're not as young. I will say those two things for sure. There are other groups, of course, that have similar things, but they're they're not as young. Um, Smooth Like Clyde is one of them, and we opened for them. We performed well on the same stage with them twice, um, and they're really cool. You know, they're really fun. They do a, they do a lot of covers. Extremely talented. You know, you can tell they're pros that they've been doing it for a long time. Just and just very nice people, but. They're a little bit more older, you know. They're not like like 22 for sure, you know. Um, and they do things on the regular, but for us, you know, I feel like we bring a different type of energy because the songs we're doing is a little different. Um, I feel like, at least in, for me, I like things to be really raw. Uh, not too too much in your face but you know singing we enjoy singing we always want to have fun we want to show the audience that we're having fun and that it's easy to have fun with us you know um, we're, we're, we're those type of people that like you know if, if you go to a party and let's say the party's kind of lame no one's really dancing and stuff we'll be the one that's this <laughs> is dancing <laughs> because we just want to have fun, you know, <clears throat> and we're not ashamed or not afraid to do it. Uh, but you know, in, in the city, there's a lot more. You know, in in the city, there's a lot more indie rock type of music, um, and they're, they're they're not bad. Groups like Yam Yam and Gabo and you know Schwan and the Wonton, which they're all within the same people, but you know. Um, 
Human Dollar. I don't know where they're at, but they were really cool. But when you have a lot of groups like that that are the bigger groups in the city, and they are really, really talented. They're like, I'm saying that my, my group is talented. You know, we've only been singing for two years. It's about to be up on three now. We, we got to get better. But I don't know how long they've been doing it for. But they are good, man. Their house parties are great. Uh, I really think, especially with Yam Yamagaba, I think they could really just go somewhere and really grow their audience. Because they're all so talented and um, they're highly passionate, you know. Highly passionate, high chemistry, just great. But I don't know uh, how well my group or the group I'm in can thrive within that same environment because, and it's because, like, it's because we're different, it can bring two things, you know. Because we're different, it can bring a different, like, audience. And venues can be interested in that, but at the same time, it's not the status quo, um, and we're not big enough yet to be relied on in that nature, you know. Uh, and I feel like from other things that have happened to us, that like because we're with the co- we were we're all from the college, you know, alumni and current students, and um, of our genre that we do it in. That we would draw more people, and I think we do, but like I said, we're still early and we're still so busy. You know, if 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 we were all kind of struggling more than we are now, right? And we were like, yo, like this music thing kind of got to become more of a thing. You know, I want to make more money off of it than we are now. So much more money off of it than we are now. We'd be practicing a lot, but that's the reality is this is more of a hobby that I want to make more of a more of a reality. I mean, I still like the jobs. Oh, I still like the jobs I'm in now. Um, but I do kind of want to make this more of a reality. I feel like the way I'm going at it because of the position I, I'm in right now is the best way to do it. But, you know, we're all just so busy. So... Every week, I feel like we're going to be we're more, we're more behind than the other groups, you know. But at the same time, we're all not the same, you know. Um, and and when we perform, it shows that it shows like look, we're not the same, you know. We're not the same type of group, but we're new. And sometimes we get a lot of time we get the lower end of the stick, you know. We're not really that credited. We're not really that recognized or that respected you know uh they think oh we're just college students or something but no 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 like we we strive for something we want to do something we want to be something we want to give an approach to an audience you know put us in a uh at a festival you know put solicity at a festival put us in the middle of the lineup i assure you that if you put us bef- like if you put us in the beginning right two things I feel like are going to happen which I felt like happened in a previous festival we were at because we had a lot of friends who were coming 
there to, to see us. But we were we were technically the second act, but the first real band act. The, the act before us was, like, it was really early. I think it was like 4.30 or 4 o'clock when the first group came out. It, it, was, a, it was just like a children's jazz group. They were good, um, but it wasn't a lot of people there yet. We, I think we came in about 4.35 or something, and all of our friends and all of our the people that knew us from the school was there, and I swear, we did really well, had people dance a lot, and then we left, and then there were, what, four or five groups after us? That's a lot, and when we left a group and a half later, people were slowly leaving, oh, I'll come back later, it's like seven o'clock. The thing don't end until like 10. I've been here since like four. I already had a beer. I already ate. I just got to chill, you know? So now people are leaving. And, um, you know, I felt like, I feel like, you know, if if we go to a uh, a festival and, you know, people put us at, at the front, like first, which I'm fine with. I feel like I have more of a, like a, I'm going to show them when, like, we open. Because it's like, oh, they're the openers. Who are they? Type of thing. And it, it is a who are they. And I don't mind trying to outshine the main act. Because I know the main act is good. Yeah, I know the main act is, is really good. And they've been doing it longer than us. That's why they're the main act. So I don't mind trying to push and be on their level or better. Uh, I, don't, I don't mind pushing the the tempo and pushing the energy to another level um, and my band definitely doesn't either yeah that's just, that's how I feel in, in, in the city I'm in I hope we do more uh, things in the future right now we're kind of in limbo we were supposed to have two things lined up uh, one of them for sure lined up the other one was always a maybe if but we have a little small gig for Black History Month thing uh, this week, and then we'll see what happens after that. I want to do an. Uh, I want to create another song. Recording is going to be interesting, just because we're we're going to have to pay for a session for sure. Because we have like the drums, and we can do it on the drum pad. But Marcus is just really good, and we're not that great at producing yet <laughs> to do it on the drum pad. Nor do we have the pe- Nor do I think we have the people around us that have that skill level yet that can do drums like that. Because I feel like it's different when you you want to get that crisp drum sound over like you know FL Studio plugins. You know they are different, and we want that regular sound. That's what we want, and and getting that's not going to be easy. We'll have to go pay for some studio sessions which is fine I'm, we're completely fine with that but we just want to be prepared uh, I feel like another big thing which I feel like is just going to be the, the theme of this podcast the more you meet us is I feel like you know we're not normal you know especially being here especially in college being here our experience and our outlook I feel like is so different because we didn't get the like traditional state college type of thing. Our college is really small, uh, but like I said, like, like very active for every 
like small but high volume in terms of things that you have the ability to do here you know um and you know i've seen other colleges where it's it's smaller uh and feels like there's nothing to do and i know people here that say that all the time there's nothing to do there's nothing to do and here's the thing here's the reality i am busy pretty much every day with something especially related to the school and before i graduated i was even more busier with every day with stuff for the school so i don't know it's just when people say like yeah there's there's just not there's nothing to do it's like look there's events you can go to that i'm helping create you know there's there's all these different things that we're trying to do to show you that there's better uh, things out there you know um i feel like the grant project that I'm on with with a few of my friends with creating an app, a student life app, you know, for for students to know what's going on and like so the certain things like that. We're just trying to really help the students here because it's got it's gotten bigger, but I feel like it's gotten more separated. Everything everything used to really happen a little bit more organically in terms of meeting people, even getting in trouble. You know, certain things like that was like the clubs like the like athletic club and you know the music club and friends club and environmental club the old gis club there are so many different clubs that you got you can get involved with that ended up becoming like oh now i know these people oh they invited me to come hang out now i know these people oh now i know this girl you know it's like so many things happen a little bit more organically in the past I feel like where the more involved you are the more of course the more involved you are the more people you're going to meet but the more invested you are in each other the more fun you're going to have and and like I said the ease that's the biggest thing the ease you can have fun it's harder because there's nothing there but when you find out how easy it is to create something and it's as easy as <clears throat> gathering people and saying, hey, let's just do this today. It's warm out. Let's all just go play football. <clears throat> you can knock door to door, you know. You can message people, tell people to message other people. Tell people just come and watch. You'd be surprised, like, the amount of people that you would get to come out. And I know it's that's not just because of, you know, like, I know, like, you can do that anywhere, but... I feel like it's much easier to find people and to connect because of the smaller environment, especially on a more academic level with teachers and stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing is like to be in the city, like it's not normal. Like we are not normal, you know, because of our, oh man, this stuff's still falling because of our uh, experience. Um, and yeah, I hope to really grow this podcast, you know. I hope to really grow uh, my, my ideas and my thoughts to this podcast. I should really have some water with me. <clears throat> Note for the future, have water with me. Because, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so an, another thing I want to talk about was uh, there's a, I'm going to create a, a mini-series probably once a month or something like that 
I'm going to um, talk about something I've, I've researched. And it's not really like a dissecting of a person or of a album or something. There's channels out there, out there for a lot of them. Uh, like, I, I, there, there's just a lot out there that do when they do it well. But I want to do a kind of mini series on just certain things that uh, are catching my eye or I thought are peculiar. Um, I'll just mention the group that I'm thinking about is Chase Atlantic. I feel like their albums were different. Uh, I would just I I just want to do more research <clears throat> on them and give you what I think about them because I feel like I like songs from when I heard them last year and I like songs from when I heard them this year, but they're not the same. You know, in my opinion, they're not the same. So. You know, I want to do that. I want to be more of a a person that talks about the city that I'm in, even when it's not in Harrisburg. But uh, I think it's very important to understand the environment that you're in, you know, not just the people, but uh, I mean, the people create the vibe, but just the vibe you're in and the politics. And I'm I'm not going to get um, political in this podcast. I don't I don't really want to. Uh, I, I already do that outside of this, and that's not really the focus. But I do want to bring in like local uh, Congress people, you know, local, I guess, politicians. I don't even really like the politician word, but I want to bring in more local people because I want to understand, like I said, the city more, you know, outside of, you know, the presidential election and stuff. You have stuff here that affects the city. You know, you have uh, people in your district, your district representatives that do a, that affect a lot. Your mayor that affects a lot. You know, there's and there's a lot of things that will will affect a lot. I feel like the more you talk to them, the more you can tell them uh, your personal opinion, especially in a more personal setting. You know, I, I don't really like, I don't really want to do interviews. I want to talk, you know, and I, I don't care how long I talk for. I can talk for one hour. I can talk for four hours with them, you know. I don't want to give them these questions, you know. I, 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 don't, I don't want them to act like almost not human. I just want them to be them, you know. And if them is that, uh, I'm not going to lie to scary, but uh, I just want them to be them and just talk uh talk about the city you know talk about the opinions of, of, of the city what things you could do now what things we've done in the past what things we can do in the future you know just stuff like that I, I have a lot of thoughts for this podcast and overall I feel like it's just gonna be an outlet an outlet for me hopefully an outlet for you guys if you guys ever want to talk um, just comment right now. This is going to be on Anchor and SoundCloud. Um, I also have a Twitter that I'll post. Uh, I should probably create a Discord or something. Have a conversation, you know. So I'll probably do that by the next episode. But yeah, I want to thank you guys <clears throat> for being here, um, for listening to me and all my BS that I've just talked right now. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. You guys listening to me. If you guys ever see me 
around just say hi just say you know mention my podcast because I really appreciate it that's what kind of keeps me going the more I know that you know even if I am talking to myself you know the more that uh, I feel like I am impacting people um so yeah I just want to leave you guys off by saying you know if you ever have a passion in your life pursue it young and old because I've seen people pursue it young and old I've seen people have fun doing it you know um and if you have have any questions like I said just contact me I will always be a supporter of the people who support me so thank you um and I'm out I'm single and I'm trifling